you have to put your oxygen mask on first before helping others. This is the Begin Within podcast, where we believe real, lasting health and fitness requires you to start inside before you work out. I'm your host, Nate Slegger, and I'm here to show you behind the scenes of fitness. You already know exercise is good for you, but what about all the other things in life that affect your fitness? If you're looking for extra motivation to get started or to make sure you keep going, this is the place for you. Produced by BeginWithin.fit. My guest today is Ashley Parker, the host of the Splash of Ash podcast. She has her master's degree in clinical mental health counseling and believes that there's a process in achieving overall wellness, which begins with our habits. She loves to help others to develop the skills and the confidence they need to become their best selves. Her catchphrase is, change your every day, change your life. And you are definitely going to hear that echoed in the information that she shares with us today. Here are three things that I'd love for you to listen for. Number one, why you need to make self-care easy. We're going to use the word gentle. Make it easy on yourself. She's going to talk about that. Also, she's going to deliver an exercise to help us overcome limiting beliefs. And then finally, we're going to focus on the importance of a morning routine. Ashley is going to walk us through her morning routine. And I want you to notice again the theme of uh, it's just easy. It's gentle. And start thinking about ways that you can incorporate similar habits into your morning routine. But we're going to talk about that and why it is so important in our episode today. Here's my interview with Ashley Parker. Self-care, it's a word I think that we all throw around, right? Everyone has heard of self-care, but I think it's really important to understand what self-care is for each person. I think it's going to look different. So I think of self-care like filling my cup up, right? When we're on an airplane, maybe we haven't been on an airplane in quite some time because of the time that we are in, but they say that you have to put your oxygen mask on first before helping others. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a great illustration to, to think of self-care as filling yourself up before you can serve others, inspire others, even go into work, take care of your kids, help your husband, right? Help your friends. So it's important to understand what self-care is for you. So your version of self-care is going to be different than my version of self-care, right? Maybe Mm -hmm. mine is taking a bath, right? That's a cliche one that everyone kind of always thinks of taking a bath and, you know, sit with yourself. But if you don't know what energizes you and what fills your cup up, 
I think it's important to connect with yourself. So sit down with a pen and a paper and dive into things that make you feel good or things that you enjoy doing. Maybe it's like painting or maybe it's FaceTiming your friend. Maybe it is taking a bath. Maybe it's going for a walk outside. Um, Maybe it's just sitting on your couch in silence because your house is chaotic. Mm -hmm. So just understanding what makes you feel good, what you can put your to-do list down and what you can go to that just makes you feel good. Okay. Yeah. I'm kind of smiling because I, a a lot of us like in the fitness world or the, and the clients that we work with, we think about self-care in terms of like, obviously taking care of yourself, but it's still a very like rigid process, like working out, eating vegetables. I'm going to make myself eat healthier and then I'm going to take care of myself. But the things I hear you talking about are a little bit more like gentle. I yes. Like. Yeah. So Out, outside of, of those things, right? Yeah. So things, and, and you said that phrase, fill your cup up. What are, I guess you threw out some ideas, but other things that clients you've worked with or things you've come across that um, stand out as, as ways that busy, busy people with kids and a ton on their plate can do to just kind of like get a few minutes of things that would fill them up? Yes. Some people literally just like to go into their room, shut them, shut their door and just sit in silence. That might be for somebody who is in a house with, you know, kids everywhere and it's busy and it's crazy. Just like turn it all off, put your phone in another room, put your computer in another room, right? We all have technology with us all the time. Any of those little distractions that you feel like you'll, you know, pull you away from your time to just sit even for five minutes by yourself in silence, put it, put it, don't let it even be in your presence. I do this after a busy day at work. I work at orange theory. So I know, you know, your, your, your crew is fitness oriented. So I work across the street at orange theory right now. And it is busy right now. And sometimes when I leave work, sitting at my computer, calling people, you know, welcoming members, I just feel like I'm chaotic, right? I'm leaving work and I'm like, oh my gosh, I come into my room and I sit in darkness and just like breathe, just Mm -hmm. hang out, check in with myself. Like, dang, I'm really sore from yesterday's workout. Might need a glass of water, right? Just check in. And it can be five minutes, no technology, turn it all off and just sit with yourself. I think that's a really, really helpful one. And it doesn't have to be 30 minutes or 45 minutes. I think that's another big point about Mm -hmm. self-care. It doesn't have to be a huge part of your day, but just making it intentional when you are engaging in something that, you know, is just calming you down. Yeah. And I, I I think, so what, what we, what I've heard a lot and probably you have too, is that, um, you know, I don't have time to do it or I feel like it's selfish. How, how would you kind of respond to that? That is a load of crap. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot go about your day to day. Right. So let's, let's think about moving your body, right? We're, we're here. I'm a huge advocate for moving my body every single day, eating foods that bless my body and that make me feel good, but it is impossible to show up and do that every single day without 
engaging in self-care. Some people might use moving their body as a, as a form of self-care, but there has to be another way that we can just connect with ourselves and just sit with ourselves and be with ourselves. I get it. Time is crazy, like busy. We're back at school now. I get it. But I also know that we spend a lot of time scrolling on social media. We spend a lot of time in our email inbox. We spend a lot of time like just watching Netflix, right? We spend a lot of time doing things that actually aren't doing anything good for us. So if we could spend a little bit less time on our phones or doing things that aren't making us, you know, feel good or Mm -hmm. aren't doing anything to lift ourselves up or get us to that better version of ourselves that we're so striving for, that will be some of our time that we can use for self-care. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you talking about, you know, there's definitely areas of our life that are spoken for, but when we do have a choice about what we're going to focus attention on, is it leaving us, how's it leaving us feeling? Absolutely. One of the kind of little nuggets I picked out of that, like, am I, am I feeling Am I feeling better or did I just fill some, fill some space with really mm. nothing good for me? I yeah. love what you're saying because we choose how we show up every single day, right? We choose how we spend our time. And I, I think that we give up a lot of our control to our schedule, right? Our schedule really runs us. We don't run our schedule. So I think it's a great time to reflect on that and choose to run our day, choose to own our day and spend a little bit more time doing the things that will make us better, that will help us grow, that will help us to feel the way that we want to feel. Nice. Um, can we switch gears a little and talk about limiting beliefs? Let's I think we're, I feel like we're kind of going there anyway, but like what, what are limiting beliefs? Limiting beliefs are a thought that you hold to be true about yourself that limits you in some way, right? A thought that you hold to be true about yourself that really limits you from showing up in your full potential. Mm. So limiting beliefs show up every day, all the time, right? Our mind is constantly going and I like to kind of think of this little activity because it really pulls out all the limiting beliefs that we have. If you sit in silence in your room and think about what you want for your life in five years from now, what you envision your best, most magnificent life to look like in five years from this very moment, let your head run wild. You will, while you're doing that, have thoughts that come up that go, Oh, I probably can't do that. Right. Like, Oh, I want that thing. Or I, or I want this for my career. You will have thoughts creep up that tell you, you can't your mm-hmm. sister can, but you can't your dad can, but you can't. Right. So those are limiting beliefs. It can be as simple as being on the treadmill and feeling tired, feeling gassed out, knowing you can give a little more, but just like, well, no, probably, you know, not today. Like all of those, those are limiting beliefs. Okay. There is a statistic that I absolutely love about limiting beliefs and how they show up. 
and I wrote it down so I could nail it just for this episode here. When your mind and your body are tired and they want to give up, right? You want to give up. You're actually only at 40% of what you're truly capable of. Mm. And every time I say it or read it and write it and share it, I, it blows my mind. And it's also a little bit scary to me because yeah. if we're all sitting here, just living our lives at that 40% max, if we could tap into the 60% that we are missing out on because we're letting our limiting beliefs and our fears and our excuses get in the way, hmm. what could our lives look like? Right. Yeah. If we, if we could bump it up on the tread a little bit more to tap right. into that or, or put a little bit more weights on, what could that look like for us? Where could that take us? Yeah. Wow. That, that is, that's, that's really cool to think about. Cause I, I think we're so often thinking about how can I expand the 100%? How can I, you know, get stronger, you know, down the line or get healthier, you know, a, a better version of myself when like you're saying like the version you are now, there's still, there's still potential. <laughs> Right Always. Huh. Wow. And, and it's, and it's in the little things that we do too. Right. Like I said, envision yourself in five years from now, but what can we do today to tap into that 60%? You yeah. know, what would, what would get us to that next level? Is it waking up 10 minutes earlier to go move your body? Right. Just that 10 minutes gives you a little bit extra time. It's the little choices that we make every single day that are actually going to get us to where we want to go and, and who we want to be really. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when it, when it comes to limiting beliefs, kind of doing that exercise that you mentioned um, and, and those beliefs, at least you start to identify them. What's the, what do you feel like is the value in, in starting to notice them, like calling them out? Like, Oh, there's one, there's one. Like what's the next, what's the next move maybe? Uh, Self-awareness. So, you know, I hear you saying self-awareness, right? The first step becoming aware of all of the awful negative thoughts that we have about ourselves every day that stop us. And then making that a reoccurring consistent habit. So if we do that activity, right. And then we we're like, oh, wow. Like, you know, I do have a lot of things that come up, but how do they show up every single day in our lives? I think is the next really important step mm -hmm. because then we're really going to notice that they are stopping us in more than one instance, right? We can think about our life, our life in five years from now, but how are our limiting beliefs stopping us from showing up right now? So I think making it a consistent thing to be more self-aware of how we are talking to ourselves. And then how do we flip the script? How do we, how do we shift the, the narrative that is playing out mm -hmm. self-talk, positive self-talk? It probably sounds <laughs> like so, positive, right? She's talking about self-talk. I get it. Yes. But the words that we choose with ourselves is really, really important. Yeah. And what I like to do is on my phone screen, I always have but like a phrase, a mantra, an affirmation, because how many times a day do we look at our phones? Mine says, believe in yourself. And then my actual background is be happy, but it actually works in our subconscious. 
So if we are constantly seeing positive phrases, positive mantras, positive affirmations, I'm telling you right now, science backed, this will begin to become your default setting when your limiting beliefs Mm. and that negative mindset show up instead of, gosh, I really stink at this or my card. Like I'm so bad at running. It will be, you know what? Like I'm going to, I'm going to be okay. Right. Like I am strong, you know, like I I can do this. It will begin to flip the script a little bit more. So make it easy for yourself. Put it as your phone screen background, right? Like I am awesome. Mm -hmm. Put it. I have a whiteboard in my kitchen too, where I put phrases up there every week and every month, because how many times a day do we go into our kitchen? Right. And you see those positive words telling you right now, it will change the game for you. Nice. Cool. So just like becoming aware of limiting beliefs, allows you like you said flip you can flip the script once once you know about them you kind of catch them absolutely um, then you can choose to listen or to say something else but absolutely until you become aware they're you know you're just kind of being manipulated maybe by those those beliefs that are holding you back yeah you're being stuck you're being held back 100 percent And we don't want that. We're done being held back. It's time to step into, you know, what you're truly capable of. Right. Yeah. That's why we're here. Absolutely. Oh, cool. Um, A final question for you. Yes. If this conversation and and you gave some, an exercise already, maybe that's already the, the best answer. If this conversation for somebody is just like, whoa, like this is all new to me. Um, my question is what, what should they do first? Like what would be the, what might be the best step for them to take from here, from this conversation? I am a huge believer in a morning routine. Okay. I believe fully that if you have a morning routine, you're able to step into your day that much more like ready to take on your day. I have a morning routine that I have done and I love, and it's my favorite thing. And it really sets me up. So I'll share it with you. Sure. My alarm clock goes off. I make coffee. Like I have to right away. (laughs) Just like I go right to my Nespresso machine and it already like that thing, my Nespresso machine already, it, it, it makes me excited to get out of bed. That's how much I love my coffee. And I'm hoping that somebody out there can relate to me when I say this. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. There we go. So I make my coffee and then I practice gratitude. Okay. And I know gratitude can be something that, right. Pe- pe- we all talk like, Oh, thankful for my family. It can be anything. Like some days I sit and I'm like, I feel kind of blah today, but I'm really grateful that I have my coffee right now. Right. Mm-hmm. It can be something simple that already is shifting the mind to mm-hmm. look for the good instead of automatically default setting negative, today is gonna suck, today is gonna be long, right? All the things we have to do. I then make my bed. Okay. If there is any, nothing else that gets done during the day, at least I made my bed, right? We all have days that we just feel like we can't get anything done, nothing does get done, I get it, I, I know how you feel, but at least I made my bed. Yeah. Not only does it help me to then go on and actually want to tackle more things. Like I'm starting my day with some productivity, even though it is just making your bed, but it also makes you walk by your, I think your space holds energy. Your space 
it's important to take care of your environment that you're in. So when I look, walk by my room and my bed's made, it also makes me happy. Yeah. So make your bed. And then the last thing that I do is my skincare routine, just something in the morning to kind of wake you up. This is also a part of my self-care routine. Um, I love to wash off, you know, if I had a crappy night's sleep, I'm just washing it off. I'm ready to start my day and I'm ready to step in. So morning routines don't have to be 30, 40 minutes. It takes me maybe seven minutes. And if I'm having a worse morning, sometimes I want to just make it a little bit longer and, and, and really try to get myself into a better space to step into my day then. But I think a, a, a morning routine is a great place to start. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And I, I think that we, I mean, we've talked about morning routine on the show too. And the one that I heard you describe is it reminds me like that kind of where we started with that. It's very, it's very gentle. Like this is easy, you know, it's just like, Oh, I get up and then I journal for 15 minutes and then I go work out for an hour. And then I, you know, like just, just a few minutes of put, you know, putting some intention into how you're starting the day out. Exactly. Uh, Easy, gentle, cool. And having grace with yourself too, right? Like I love that word gentle. It's also grace. If you can't move, like tomorrow's a new day. We can choose to do better tomorrow. And I think that gentle is a great way to describe all the things that we've been talking about today. Cool. Ashley Parker, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This was awesome. Super fun conversation. Like I mentioned in the intro, you can catch up with Ashley by checking out her podcast, Splash of Ash, anywhere where you listen to podcasts. So please do. Please check it out. Um, there, Her show is dedicated to sharing actionable lifestyle changes to help to nurture your mind, body, and soul in order to achieve greater self-worth. So again, I want to thank Ashley so much for being on the show today. Um, Such an important topic, how to take good care of ourselves. And I know that for so many of the people in our community, our clients, um, people that reach out to us all the time, um, the challenge that many face, and if it's you, it's okay, is how do I make myself a priority? Can I make myself a priority when I have so many other people that need my time and my attention and my effort? And the reality is if we don't take better care of ourselves, what's going to happen, right? Um, Ashley used that example of putting on your oxygen mask before you help someone else. And there's a good reason for doing that. Because if you are someone who needs to be helping someone else, you absolutely have to make sure that you have the things you need so that you can stick around and continue to have the energy, the positivity, the um, awareness, the focus to be able to give something meaningful to them as you take care of them. And it's a good reminder for all of us, isn't it, to prioritize self-care. The themes that I asked you to listen for, I think bear repeating 
One of the biggest things that I took away from this conversation, I mentioned at the intro as well, and I know you heard it in the expressions that Ashley made in the interview. When we're focusing on self-care, we can start small and we can start with things that are easy, just gentle self-care, things that really do help us feel more connected a greater sense of peace and ease. And just taking a look at our routine, you know, for example, we talked about the morning routine and how important it is to get the day started off right. So what I encourage you to do is just take a look at your routine and how you start the day repeatedly. You know, are there some habits in place that really do help you to feel connected, to feel grounded, to feel like you got your head on straight and mentally things are in order before you go out into the the great big world out there and try to help other people. And if you feel like you're wearing out, you're wearing down, maybe that's a good place to give some attention is to that morning routine when you still have some control over your day. Even if you have to get up a little bit earlier, just a few minutes earlier in order to add maybe one new self-care habit in to help to fill your cup up before you get out there and you go and start taking care of the people who depend on you. Thanks so much for joining me here today. I appreciate your time and your attention so much. And I hope that being able to listen to this podcast is just one little thing in your weekly routine that helps you to take better care of yourself. I'm so happy to connect with you. If there's anything else I can do to support you, please feel free to reach out to me, Nate, at beginwithin.fit. If you are tired of feeling frustrated and disappointed with fitness and you're ready to get on the path to being the healthy person you want to be, just go to beginwithin.fit and click the Join Our Challenge button. We can't wait to support you in your fitness journey and help you to get the results you deserve.